Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you ever need to know. I'm Eric Zumpa. I'm Brady Steffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey, welcome in, gang. Uh, how is everybody's week going? How's your weekend? Cold. <laughs> cold. It's really cold. It is really cold. And like, I live in an old house and like, love it, charming, whatever, but there's no insulation in the actual walls. And so it's just like, the temperature goes up and then right back down. And it's like, okay, we have, I put a bunch of insulation in the attic. I bought a high efficiency furnace to get around it. But ultimately at the end of the day, I'm in the corner of the house. Like, so I got two exterior walls. I'm over the garage. So it's just like, I bleed heat in this room so fast. And so Annie and I are both rocking, whatever you <laughs> called it, the buddies. Like we just call them bean bags. It's like a, yeah. like yeah. a glorified sock full of rice that you throw into <laughs> yeah, the microwave. Like Non-poppable corn kernels i think it's like so you both have thermostats right can you turn up the heat a little bit oh we did yeah we did because kelsey and i both in the, in the kitchen arms crossed and shivering going like it's, what the heck it's so cold in here you know, i think it's the humidity and it just like gets through the cracks oh. you know and comes in it's makes it extra cold yeah it's, it's not you know, yeah it's just out it's here just, in the west yeah. with our dry weather it's not just, fun and i just really i'm so excited to have it go away we're supposed to be in the 60s this weekend so yep. life is good can't complain too much Should be beautiful so, yeah, yeah coming up I um, ventured back from San Francisco last week, and sadly enough, I'm back here with the cold and dreary weather. It was gorgeous there, and it was wonderful. And uh, well, yeah. I think it was nice here while you were gone too. I mean, it was. Yeah, I can't complain. But it was, you know. But you yeah, know, you nice. have to go to you have to go to the Golden Gate Bridge and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Mission District, fill up on food and have a good time. So Did you cool. have a good trip, Eric? It was delightful. Everything yeah. was absolutely perfect. It was really cool. Nice. So yeah, my my in laws were here this last weekend too. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, got out, did a bunch of stuff. Got to say shout out to the cheese importers because like every time they come, guys said cheese guy. Uh, my father-in-law loves cheese. And so do I. Like who doesn't? But yeah. it's it's an honest to God destination. People show up. And go, oh, but, but did you get the scoop? I mean, come on. We're all at side dish wondering when are they going to open the bar? I didn't actually go. Um, they yeah. went. I think I was at work. I was in the office that day. Yeah. So they went when I was there. It's the answer we'll never get to the bottom of along with the wind chills. When are they reopening windshields? Windshields, yeah. I know that's the one that I probably need to call the downtown development authority and just ask them what's going on. So I know I meant to today. <laughs> yeah, windshields is like, well, somebody drove a Buick into the back of the vehicle or the back of the building. I guess we'll just wait for eight years and then knock it down. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I have to tell I want to show you this. I'm showing this on the screen. I probably can't even cream. see what it is. But that's um, right. I was at Miko, our favorite, one of our favorite coffee houses. There are yep. several favorite coffee houses right. but this is the quantum cream crypto mint chip freeze-dried ice cream crypto i you know i had to put a bitcoin what? in and yeah. that, was, that was such a mouthful i need to break that down it's like made in a facility that produces artificial outer space uh no dairy soy nuts gluten <laughs> no corn syrup preservatives no melt no mess no worries real no fruit, must, real no sugar, fuss oh my gosh, real what tasty is in, what is even it made of what is there? Uh, a lot of like, coconut milk, unbleached. What is unbleached? Marina, Marina, Marina King. Marino, <laughs> Marino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, did it taste like anything? Was I don't know. Good? I'm gonna have to try it. I will try it on air. I'm not gonna okay. do it at this moment. If you try it on air, let's see how it goes. I uh, yeah, definitely can do that, and I'll tell you guys. I'll, I'll tell you guys about uh, what my weekend was about. Which one thing was. Uh, we went to the Suelos. Got to check it out. Oh, uh, nice. Hello. Pirate ship as big as my house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it's, really cool. How was exactly. it? Exactly. They've been doing... It was great, you guys. It was really good. The, the decor <laughs> totally delivered. It was awesome. The pirate ship with the bar inside was awesome. Yeah. It was good and i didn't expect a lot with those uh you know i'm not into the sugar alcohol stuff i don't really yeah. like those drinks i definitely don't like rum everything i had was rum and everything i had was amazing and i would choose it on purpose going back what, did, what, like, drink, did you get? what drink did you get so balance the hurricane right oh, and okay, they put cool. it in and i'm watching these bartenders right and they're doing these awesome hurricane big tall glasses and it's mostly ice right they they fill it up like 40% of the glass and then Yay. throw a bunch of ice in. And I'm like, so my expectations are just low when I get this. And my goodness, you needed that ice because it was a strong drink. And eventually just melted in. It was like perfect and balanced and it didn't taste sweet. It was more like citrusy and sort of tart instead. 
Yeah. And then I'm looking at the recipes. They're passing nice. around that was like, yeah, like rum, lime and sugar cane. And they were so good. Like I've never enjoyed rum like this. I'm super mm-hmm. excited to try the rest of the drinks. They were great. Very cool. I hope it was cheaper than the place we went to in San Francisco. I mentioned before last week that, or the week before that we're going to the Tonga room and mm-hmm. that's in the Fairmont hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the bar. Um, yeah, okay, good. Yeah. It was uh, very pricey, but the rain inside is pretty cool. So there's a rain feature that oh, it rains cool. every half hour and it's really pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing Suelos and see what, what they did. No, no, no. It's actually in the middle. So the band plays underneath the rain shower and they're shielded oh. too, but there's this pool and it rains every 30 minutes. But I will tell oh, you, you know, Nirvana ain't cheap. So it was, uh, it was <laughs> the Fairmont Hotel knows what they're doing there. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a tourist <laughs> trap. But anyway, it was um, pretty cool. Yeah. Con- conventioneers and other people that want to just partake in an after a drink. But I hadn't had a rum yeah, drink yeah. in forever. Just like I had a Mai Tai. And and I, was, I agree with you, Annie. I just... There's something about rum that I used to love that I'm like, but it was good. It was good. So I, I definitely would go back, um, you know, yeah. to somebody who's doing a good rum drink. So I'm glad to hear about Suelos and that's really yeah. cool. No, you and gotta go. Definitely the do it. Were so good. Yeah. And my someone else had like this drink that was like a whiskey, a passion fruit whiskey sour, I think. Oh, wow. And that's cool. That was amazing. They had, you know, edible flowers. It was really authentic with the food. Everything was great. Oh, well, we I did go to think- Sugar Beet. Like I went to Sugar Beet. I forgot about this. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I don't ever go anywhere. And I'm like, no, nope, didn't do anything. Saw the, saw the, saw the I know. Like, Brady, this is actually like Brady. I know. It's kind of weird. You went to this Sugar Beet. It's kind of a bizarre. big moment. I did. Yeah, I know. Well, I've been there before. Did you eat inside? We did. Yeah, we ate inside. Um, well done. No, I mean, we did it, whatever. I mean, it's it was fine. Um, so we went to Sugar Beet. Um, Kelsey's dad, Kelsey's dad was like, let's go to a nice restaurant when we get there. Uh, and it was like, uh, okay. Because, I mean. He likes burgers. I like burgers. We, you know, we eat steaks and burgers and stuff like that. That's typically what we go for. And so not that we didn't get that while we were there, but it was like, let's go do that. We thought, oh, they're going to announce something because they like to do this. They like to go like drum up a bit of, you know, fanfare and then drop some news. And it was just like, no, we just haven't seen you in forever. I thought like, (laughs) did you buy a vacation home? You know, like somebody hiding, like, is there new grandkid news? that We're We're moving next door. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And it's like, no, it was just like, we want we just say uh, we just wanted to appreciate you guys. It's like, well, that's super appreciated. That's cool. But hey, uh, we really thought we were getting news. Um, and so I actually <laughs> asked about it. I'm like, we get news or and he's like, no. It's like, oh, okay. You, it's all blown up. It's just so I did have to ask, you went to Sugar Beet and did you get a hamburger? No, we got the it was like a steak. <laughs> it was a steak. As you said, oh, yeah, we got a hamburger. I'm like, okay. Well, no, like we like hamburgers, we get hamburgers, but we went yeah. to Sugar Beet, like, and we we got we did sort of a fancy thing and yeah. Um, they had, what made me think of is they had drinks there too, uh, that were like, you know, very foo-foo as my mom would call it like fancy, fancy cocktails. I don't even know what they're called, but I think that they're just, they designed them and put them on the menu. Cocktails. Well, and that yeah, was the one thing I had to ask yeah. you about Brady is, is that when Sandy and I were out of town, it was just like, we, we kind of tucked into this one bar and we just kept going back there. Cause it had this cool feel. And I just thought, I can't really think of anything similar to this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were like going, huh. Maybe sugar beet sorta. Sugar beet's bar is cool. It's just yeah. in a kind of an unfortunate spot. It's yeah. not the easiest to get in and out of. It's it's kind of weird. It's not super far from where I live, but it's like yeah. Well, you, you know what sugar I don't want to do is difficult to get in and out of. It's like driving? weird. I don't know. It's just a weird spot to so go. Easy. Like who goes? The traffic, Annie. The traffic. Uh, it's just a <laughs> weird know, spot. Like, Whatever. It's like right there. I never. You turn th- in I, on never the parking, okay. like, I never think about it because I'm always like, it's a weird corridor. You drive there, like I don't think of that, you know. That's like Give the, the guy a break. He got out. Of, he got out of the house. He got out of the house, Andy. It's good. I know. Yeah. We're proud of you. We yeah. really are. We're we we're yeah. we're happy. It's good news. <laughs> so, is the food good? That's what I wanted to ask you real quick. Brady. Food's food good. good. Um, like the portions were a little light. I guess it's kind of a fancier place, so that's about what you'd expect. I did enjoy the food quite a bit. I thought it was good. Um, in terms of the gluten-free stuff, decent options, though the apps were were lacking for that. So they got an app, and then it's like, oh, by the way, there's something in this that you can't have and it's like oh okay um well whatever so i you know skip it i'm used to that eric's eating his uh we're gonna go through eric's faces oh, yeah, eric, we gotta know how eric took is. a chomp out of whatever his weird process it's really kind of bizarre because they look like they look like space cubes yeah it's, so it's like, like uh, uh the vegetables in star trek the original it series. is <laughs> hard and fluffy um the taste is pretty good it's kind of weird texture wise kind of feel like i'm eating foam yeah 
That's not what I would have guessed. You, you two are too young to remember Tang and food sticks, but back when I was a kid, we'd run around with food sticks and. I, I, yeah, I guess I don't know what a food stick is, but Tang. So food was, stick was tang like a, is the drink, right? It was like yeah, Tang yeah, was yeah. the orange gross flavored drink, but food oh, yeah. sticks were the Tang was my jam growing up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but food sticks were like the, the, this. Everybody's gonna eat space food, and it was this like mm-hmm. tootsie roll, but it was supposed to be better for you, and it was just disgusting. So. <laughs> like a cowtail. What is like what? Like a cowtail? No, no, no. It was like literally like a stick, and it was supposed to be like it was like the precursor to like. It was like if you threw jerky together with a Tootsie Roll, you made it sweet. That's kind of what it was. It was disgusting. Ew, well, this is this is the side dish sales hour. And that uh, is. bring something <laughs> back. Why not try a food stick? <laughs> all right. We, we got a lot to talk about. So I know that uh, you all are, are full of information. So yeah. we should do our I'm gonna get buzz here. Jump. We are expecting a guest, but let's get the um, jump on this one. Stuff. Jester's so, um, Dinner Theater. Okay. What about yeah, Jester's Dinner yeah. Theater? That's, Jester's that's is closing. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, the, not not if the uh, the super fans have anything to do it. They're trying to raise some money to salvage to save it. So is if you theater, really want Jester's to live on, you yeah. can jump on the GoFundMe and work towards the one million dollar goal to save Jester's Holy theater. Holy cow! I have doubts um, about that happening. Um, yeah. they, As I read, of podcast time, they've raised fifteen hundred. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna guess it's gonna stay in in sort of that territory and not the six to seven figure range um there was a bunch of you know i mean to be like a bunch of people on the subreddit were you know they were sad that it was closing um i'll say that walking by it was never like the curb appeal and the like there wasn't a lot of curb draw to it because the the building looked well to be fair have either one of you been to a dinner theater before i'm curious yes Okay, long time ago or within the last 10 years? I was probably 16. Okay. So. I think I got roped no. into one like when a friend was in a production in high school. Oh, Annie, I thought you were going to tell us it was a bad date. But anyway, um, yeah, because usually dates are like dinner theater. Um, what's, what's the Hosempa hot take? Date. You know, it's funny. I, I, uh, so I did lights for a dinner theater that was up in Berthet after I graduated from college because a friend of mine was an actor up there. And it was the Wayside Dinner Theater, and they have this magical uh, recipe for chicken, which basically, when you look at the magic, when people discovered it, it was basically flour and and uh, water uh, as the batter, and that was the magical recipe. So everybody oh would gosh. go for, for miles for this chicken, and it was just not, it was okay. Wait a minute. Okay, wait. Okay. Is yeah. your criticism of Jester's Dinner Theater or dinner theaters in general? My criticism of dinner theaters? Um, or your whatever general. No, no, no. Moment. I love theaters. I love local theater. So just, just yeah. to be clear. And I, you know, we I, also know yeah. that Eric likes eating. So, well, yeah. Wow. That's, that's kind of harsh. Um, well, you uh, eat out all the time, Azempa. <laughs> you eating right now. Oh, that's harsh. Actually, for me, it's <laughs> real quickly. I can't, I can't let that shot across the bow go by. Um, I will say <laughs> for me, it's really funny when I talk about one of the passions, one of my passions is actually going out and being with people and hanging out and having a drink. So I will, I will own that. I don't know if I'm really gorging myself and eating, but it anyway. wasn't, that wasn't meant to be like, it was meant to be like, you do eat out a lot. You like to go out to eat. I do. I love it. It's the, social, the social aspect. I love it. Um, More gourmand than, yeah. Like, so anyway, the aspect of dinner theater. So then I, oddly enough, my friend, Brad, um, shout out to Brad amazing person, but um, worked in dinner theater and other theater and other friends ancillarily worked at other theaters like Boulder Dinner Theater and other things. And so, yeah, I've seen my share of South Pacific and yeah, Fiddler Boulder on the Dinner Roof Theater is and, really good. My yeah, mom does all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, but, uh, right. I'll you tell know, you about a story about one a time. I'll tell you about one. Okay, I'm sorry, ahead, Annie. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, sorry. No, go ahead. Go. Finish. <laughs> Literally, you go. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Um, this is the courtesy hour brought to you right. by Double it is like No, I'm sorry. I'm talking over. But uh, no, it's, it's um, you know, I respect the, I, I think I respect the effort that has to go into dinner theater just because you're serving food and then you also get on stage and you have to perform. I'm, but I will say that I thought, frankly, it would have died out like 30 years, 30, 40 years ago. Just because I think, I think it's a an older demographic, and yeah, I just well, don't see it sustainable. Older, but also I think Jester's Dinner Theater did a really good job of tapping into like young thespians. So it was like the only place if you wanted to get your kids into acting that yeah. you would go to around here, yeah. and that was what floated the whole thing for the whole time <laughs> potentially. So you had a bunch of kid actors. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Um, 
Yeah, I know. Actually, our daughter did an acting class there years ago, and it was uh, interesting. Um, yeah, if you wanted yeah. to do acting, it was a place to go. I mean, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's so. one of those things that you know people look at it and and be very sad. I think the one thing that would be really cool is I'm all for theater. I love theater. I just don't know if dinner goes with theater. You know, probably want to have uh, dinner read, opposite. I'm read a of couple theater. comments from yeah. the subreddit before we jump over to Tondra, who's okay. with her. Who's going to save us? Uh, that sucks. I'm so sad. <laughs> Terrible news. And then somebody said the show as well as the food are an acquired taste, a taste that my grandparents had and that I never gained. Yep. That's those aren't my words. When I was reading through this, I started. That's an eloquent criticism. Yeah, it's just, it's like, ooh. I think that's a really great way to say it. I mean, you know, when I first went there in high school, Boulder Dinner Theater, it was like, oh my God, we thought this was fancy and Mm -hmm. chicken, chicken cordon bleu. You know, it was out of a bag (laughs) and they heated it up. It was amazing. (laughs) You know, but back then, as I often tell my wife, we we would go to Bennigan's in Boulder because that was high Fine, fine dining back then because there was nothing oh, yeah. in Longmont. When you don't back have in an... Boulder, that was like fine dining too. There was really nothing oh else. Gosh, how far so we've come. When you don't have oh, access to an Olive Garden, it seems pretty. That's you know, true. Yeah, it exactly. seems like a big deal. So, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very funny. So I don't know if um, our guest Tondra, are you with us? I see. It looks like you're muted. So um, yes, I am unmuted. Hey, Tondra, how you doing? Now. How are you I'm doing? doing? Fine. How are you guys? I'm actually in the car trying okay. to get to my location. To no be worries. Able to say hello. I am in New Orleans um, uh, no under unfortunate conditions, but um, the weather is awful. And, I, and I'm like five minutes away from my location. I will definitely be able to introduce <laughs> myself to. No everyone. worries. This is Tondra Gasper. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Um, Gaspar. Gaspar. Sorry. Yeah. Island. It's it's French. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And you are. Um, we're involved in E for All, so this is kind of our series on E for All recipients or participants and in, in their program. And I know that you've also done some really amazing things too. I mean, you you uh, are friends with with a, a friend of mine, Madeline, and. Um, you did some amazing things for um, some of the celebrations, Juneteenth and MLK Day, I know. And uh, she just thinks the world of you. And I just wanted to have you on. We wanted to have you on to talk about kind of your venture in the food industry. And what can you tell us? Absolutely. My name is Tondra Gaspard. Um, I graduated the Culinary Institute of New Orleans more than 23 years ago. Um, I've been in this food industry for more than 30, 45 years. And um, I specialize, I initially specialized in Cajun Creole and Southern cuisine. Mm. But now my thing is vegan food, which has been my passion and love for 30 years. But I've tend to master that. So we have um, New Orleans Chefs of Colorado that will be opening um, on Fridays only. Our grand opening will be April the 8th and we're on Fridays only. And it's a pickup, takeout, um, curbside delivery type of deal. Once the people tell us what they want, you know, the people dictate, you know, what we do. So we'll have seating options um, once people start to ask for it a little bit more and we know what we're what route we're doing other than catering you know so we want to have the food truck but we're starting out now with a small ghost kitchen and we're pleased to bring all of these fabulous foods to upper county and denver and surrounding areas well that's wonderful so where is it that people would be able to pick up or or do the takeout you can be able to pick up at 338 Main, which okay. is Time Collaboratives, formerly Delicioso. Yeah. And it's um, it's a co-working space, and they have a, a, a commissary kitchen in the back. Mm-hmm. And we're blessed enough to have access to that. It's wonderful. So what, what sort of dishes are you, um, are you really going to be signature? What are the signature? I know you talked about the kind of the public having input on that, but what, what sort of signature things do you, do you think the public would enjoy? We have gumbo. 
um, red beans and rice, jambalaya. And we have um, the Bourbon Street Burger. Uh, I'm proud to speak about the Bourbon Street Burger. The Bourbon Street Burger is our vegan Cajun burger. And um, it's it's the delight. It's it's specially made for the vegan palate and designed by a yeah, Tondra, so, you're, you're, uh, I'm sorry, you're cutting, your audio is cutting out a little bit. And I know that the internet in New Orleans can be sketchy at best sometimes. So, um, I, I just, yeah, I just wanted to see, you know what, I, I think for the, for the listeners and such, it would be great to have you back when you're, when you're at a place where we're not catching you where you're traveling and such. So we can actually hear a little bit more about the, the venture. If you're okay with that, let's, let's reschedule and have you come back next time if that's okay. That's fine. Okay. I'm sorry to do that. I just feel like it probably, it, we're not doing you enough justice um, in the, in the podcast. Okay. So we want to make sure that we're doing the best justice we can for you. So um, thank you so much for joining us and we'll reschedule to have you on next time. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tondra. Thank Take care. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. So sorry about that. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but let's just make sure she sounds good when she's, you know, in town or close by instead of traveling. I think it makes much more sense. So absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Um, but it is over at 338 Main. I know that the audience probably caught that. That's going to be over at the Times Collective and uh, Bourbon Street Burger and some other Cajun specialties, uh, primarily focused on vegan. Um, so I wanted to actually ask her a little bit more about New Orleans. Like, how do you come from New Orleans and then feature vegan food? Yeah, wow, right? <laughs> yeah, New Orleans yeah. food is just amazing. But Great. I mean, obviously, there's some really cool takes there, too, as well. So flipping gears, let's go back to some other news and wonderful things we got going on. So um, let's see. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Okay. Um, Thanks, Teach. You've got, <laughs> you've got, we got Cycle Bar coming to Longmont. You hear about that one? Out, heard this. Um, Harvest Junction out there where, you know, Lowe's and that whole shopping center at Maine and Ken Pratt. Well, it's kind of like east of there. But anyway, Lowe's and Marshall's and Best Buy and everything. I think it's actually going to be on the south side. But anyway, we're going to cycle bar, which doesn't excite me because I absolutely loathe spin just in general as an exercise form. But people who do cycle bar are obsessed with cycle bar. So it's bar. a cycle it bar. Is, a is it a place oh, so where you're spinning or? Yep. Yeah. It's a spin class. It's like spin exercise, but you you like pump it up to all this music and these instructors are like crazy jacked up and it's fun there's lights and like you feel like you're in a club basically on a friday but you're at spin and so you kind of go fast i've done like a couple classes and i will admit they definitely got me through it was fun i was getting pumped up i just happen to hate spin so yeah. i probably won't be there but i think there will be some very excited spin people <laughs> so hitting up cycle bar and long the bar element is there literally a bar or is it just they call it cycle bar I, they just call it cycle bar, oh okay yeah so there's my new that. that kind of is a spin-off on my new i have a new spin idea off. <laughs> not great but i'm bummed i have an idea so i've been going to a gym you know since my uh since i like to eat a lot as brady says um but i've been going to the gym <laughs> recently and you know i think to myself you know i love music and i love dance music and such and you all uh you know i i think that the best time to dance was basically the 80s just because nobody really cared it was crazy music and everybody's dancing like chandler bing it was great yeah. um but pogo right i was thinking to myself here i am like on an elliptical machine or whatever and i would just wish there was like a corner where you could just dance you know like I'm going to just dance now because I'm just so inspired, but I'm going to dance on a machine. And so I think there needs to be a dedicated dance area in a gym. So that's just my thought. Oh, so, yeah. couldn't you just do, what was the thing that was like the rage at the video games, the, the like Japanese style. Dance, um, dance revolution. Yes. They need that. Yeah. I it's actually, true. Yeah. I don't like, I'm not trying to call, but it sounds bad after this whole discussion, but I had a friend um, who was huge on it and he said he lost like 40 pounds and he there wasn't like go. going on a diet. He's just like, started sweating like crazy because he and he got really good at it and it's like i it was never my thing but he had the mats that he would have at home and he would do ddr in the house and he like he lost a bunch of weight so you know i was like all right cool man shout out to frank yeah. there's no way he yeah. listens to this he lives in minnesota but, <laughs> uh, yeah, you never know frank. you never yeah. know but for those who like spinning 
we got the with the spinning bar. Huh. Well, I like that better, actually. Um, coming over by Ken Pratt. Um, let's see. A couple of other things I wanted to mention is that it looks like Scooter's Coffee is open. Uh, that's the Are one on 2151 Gosh, Main Street. So, yeah, they got that one going. It's the drive through. And Brady, you'll love this. Here we go. Uh, Here a we go. new a new site planned for uh, a new Dutch Brothers drive through. <laughs> okay. East of Target. <laughs> All right, that's okay. So yeah, if you need if you need your paint and you need your paint, you a Target. You got yeah. it. So yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's fine. If you like Dutch Brothers, uh, as Eric would say, peace and love. Uh, it's yeah. not super my jam, but uh, you know whatever. There's a there's a there's a there's a strokes for different folks and all that. So it's uh, it's all right. Yeah. Um, like what you like. I'll, I'm going <laughs> to read this because I caught these two things uh, independently of each other. And I'm going to get this right. Here we go. Uh, actually, sort of three things that dovetail in. So there's a letter to um, the editor, Times Call, and it's quality of life, not quantity of residents. And it's sort of this scathing thing about how Marsha Martin is uh, pro growth and blah, blah, blah. We need to really clamp down on the growth. We don't need that. And then also, let's see if I can find the actual numbers here. But also, like the same, I today when I was looking for stuff, found a thing that was talking about the cost increases to live in uh, Boulder County, Berthoud, the city of Boulder, city of Longmont, and it is absurd year over year. I think it's a twenty percent, seventeen point yeah, seventeen point nine percent increase in median home price between February twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. So it went from median home price in Longmont. 509 to $600,000. Um, so I gotta say, uh, wow, it's, that's tough. That's uh tough. If anybody yeah, the median home. home price is 600,000 in Longmont. Yeah. Yeah. What for, was that for that month? Uh, yeah, I guess, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And then let's see if I can find the other pieces to it too. Cause it was talking about the amount of inventory I think was also halved. So it was not much, the year before and then the following year it was it was even less so the data compiled by real estate level services that longmont had only 47 active listings during the month compared to 78 uh the same month a year ago uh 41 yeah. homes were sold in february 2022 with an average time on the market of 23 days 23 days would mean, i i don't know if that's from oh, like go on the market to closing but if that's go on the market to closing that means they go on the market they are under contract immediately, and then the yeah. closing happens insanely fast. Like twenty. That's yeah. yeah, that's what it'd have to be, I suspect. So that's all that's absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that is yeah. just just bonkers. And then to put another piece to that, um, Longmont got number seventeen in the best work from home cities for twenty twenty two. I saw that. Yeah. So I'm not sure how to stack all these things up like one against the other because it's like, yeah, Longmont's great. Uh, we got our super great internet which must be weighted pretty high because the average home prices went up 20% in a year. So that's, that's, that's a whole thing. I'm not talking amongst yourselves because I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> well, I have to say that, you know, when you look at the planning for the city, I mean, there's just so much more density coming. When I look mm -hmm. at the, the planning and zone and PNZ log, I mean, there's just so much apartments yeah. now it's not yeah. single family. It'd be great if there's it was single, no family, single family, but it's just like, uh, we can't yeah. build. I, I mean, mean we honestly just, just can't build single family with any capacity anymore. There's no well, space. There's no and land. Yeah. 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 So. And so it's the, the guy who was writing a letter to the editor was saying these condos, yeah, they allow home ownership, but da, 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 and upset with that situation, but at least it allows some entry point into the market, whether or not it's the most, you know, the best solution. I don't know. But when you have like basically a boatload of people still moving to the front range, um, no inventory for anybody to buy as indicated by the number, like there's nothing for sale. And the stuff that is for sale is so prohibitively expensive that most people can't buy it. Um, I don't think we can just say we, we can't build anymore. That's a, well, that's a hot take. It is a hot take. We're going to have um, Anne-Marie Jensen from the East County Housing Coalition on at some point in time so she can talk a little bit more about some of the struggles and challenges with uh, housing. Uh, you know, at least it could, be, it could be worse, though. When we were in San Francisco, we just happened to look through the windows at the Oof. real estate. And one of them was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, $35 million. And uh, so, yeah, Sandy, Sandy and I put money down. And uh, Comparing, yeah, yeah, comparing what we have going on here yeah. in San Francisco is like saying... <laughs> Sure, it's hot, but have you ever lived in a house that's literally on fire? It's crazy there. <laughs> anyway, um, 
a couple of other things too. Let's see. Uh, there is uh, the remember the Seven Eleven site on Mountain View in Maine. Ooh, it boy. looks like there is now another project for site plans for a convenience store. So if it's not Seven Eleven, we're bound and determined to put a convenience store or a gas station there, which um, is on the the docket. There's also a planned conditional site plan for Seven O Three Third Avenue, which is the Allen House for a massage school. They're not going to change the footprint of the building, but they're going to make it a massage school. 703 3rd. Okay. Which is probably a really good. Yeah. Those are those two, the Allen house venture. and the ham house. They just both sold, I think. And yeah. it makes sense. They've got, yeah. I mean, that's probably a good thing for it. There's a lot of practitioners that operate out of there. In oh, areas. okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. on the South side. It's the, there's a yeah. couple of little buildings and then one had like yeah. holistic something or other and like a lot of signs on the front of the building. Yeah, they're just, they're all these tiny, like, solo office suites, so yep. okay. your practitioners kind of fill it up. Interesting. That'll be, that'll be good. Longmont doesn't have a massage therapy school. That's that actually be kind of cool, actually, in some ways. Yeah, I mean, I everybody that... around here goes to the Boulder one, so yeah, that's kind absolutely. of nice. I think it'd be kind of cool. Um, <laughs> also notice that Silver Creek is looking to do some, I don't know if they have a pool, but they're talking about pool amenities. I know. Well, I read about that. It was yeah. hard for me to tell what the, this advertising I campaign was don't... all about. It's like, think they have a pool so i think they're putting right. a pool in yeah yeah i know it was funny like i watched some videos and i was i was very confused about that with the with the district but i it think that that's what they make sense because there is no pool for the yeah. district it used to be yeah, no, um not. centennial pool but you know that's i mean yeah. i have mixed feelings on that one i i understand the need for a pool because everybody swims at all these high schools and it's growing but why I mean, is it really that bad that Centennial is big and it serves those purposes? I know they like switch and it's like this group goes and this group goes and then this yeah. group and it's constantly filled, but it is nice to see a city facility being so well used. And I wonder mm -hmm. what would happen. I don't know, maybe it'd be better for it. We'd have to get some. Yeah, who knows? We'd figure that one out. Same thing with the improvements to Skyline High School's field. Uh, rumor mm -hmm. is that maybe it's turf they're putting in instead of grass. They've been rumored to want to put turf in for a long time. So nice. I've nice. always thought that was weird too, that the city of Longmont shares a field all the high schools share one yeah. field, oh i know it which is so I odd know. that was great when i was in high school there are two high schools barely right. two right and now all of a sudden there's there's several and it's like huh it strikes me as rather odd so hey while we're talking about high school sports uh shout out this was a, a right a listener brad he wrote in and said we need to be sure to mention uh jeff Kloster's 500th win did you guys hear about that no He's, you know, the basketball coach has been with the district forever and he got his 500th win this uh, awesome. recently. So many congratulations. He has influenced the lives of so many athletes over the years. He was at Long Mahai when I was there. And I mean, everybody, he's kind of iconic in this town for um, basketball players. So that's awesome. Congratulations to hey, Big ups. Now, weren't they in the state tournament or am I just losing my mind? So Long Mahai <laughs> recently. Or not mutually exclusive. <laughs> I don't know about this, but anyway, yeah, we'll let John just chime in and he can correct us and rail us because we either don't John will definitely let us know. We don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just graduated from there. How would I know? Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, a couple of events too. I have um, yeah, green, we got green beer 5k Wibby brewing March 19th, 10 to one. So there's a gigantic URL to sign up for that, but I would encourage everybody just to go to Wibby brewing and Google that and <laughs> sign up. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'll spend four hours repeating the URL. So <laughs> can you, do you say a J or was that a yeah. <laughs> X or nine front slash yeah. e or T Eric. That's right. <laughs> There's uh, did you guys see the sample the slope coming up? I'm pretty excited about yeah, this. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so they've got let's see here. It's March, it's this Saturday, March uh, what is this, 12th between two and six. And they're encouraging this is a downtown Longmont Authority. I think they're um encouraging everyone to visit these six different businesses that are on South Main. So and they're calling it sample the slope because they're saying when you go past third and they start to go down that hill yeah. as you keep going south they're calling it the slope and i think that's some pretty clever marketing and Isn't anyway there's these different south, long, shouldn't it just be slow or slop 
No, anyway. Um, <laughs> <Slow> flop. <laughs> so there's like the tattoo shop. There's Mo's Bagels, Wibby, 300 Sons, D.O.G., Brady's mm-hmm. little dog shop he likes, dog cat shop. And then the rooftop. And then I think it's going to end on the rooftop patio of South Main Station. And you can get prizes. And it's sort of like you go visit all these places. Just encouraging some patronage of these different um, businesses that are on the south end. And I think that's great because nice eric's got his card he's ready to go you i'm ready to go it's got the qr code you know i'm ready to go and be you know yeah <laughs> I, um, I i was confused by that you must you annie you must know this the rooftop patio over there i was like huh is it big is it large i've never been i've got to build I is it public I want, access i want to go to this event just because i want to see the rooftop I'm i do too curious about yeah, it yeah i do too i'm kind of curious about events i'm like huh yeah hmm, yeah yeah and you so, know, yeah. I heard that um, they're going to be this next year in just to speak to the downtown authority, trying to incorporate this part of downtown into everything. They're going to be extending the boulevard that with the planters and everything that they do basically between third and Long's Peak all, down the slope. So down nice. past like South Main Station down to first, which that. will help sort of like unite it yep. with the aesthetic that you have between <clears throat> third and Long's Peak. And that's brilliant because it does. There's a boulevard, I think, already, but it's just w- rocks filled with like river rocks and stuff. Yeah. And they're going to kind of dress it up. And I, I, I love that. Yeah, I, I, I want to see great. that extended as far as it makes sense. So you can go a little further for me to invite yeah. uh, more for growth and stuff down there. Because I think it's it's really cool because you've got cheese importers down there and it's like it feels like if you're somewhere on Main Street, it feels so far. But really, like yeah, if you have a nice little pathway, it's great. Yeah, it's it's yeah. And yeah, these so, new businesses down there, I think it's just going to help so much. Yeah, and it'll keep you know. To encouraging. echo what I think you were going to say, I, I really think that drawing attention to these businesses to say like, hey, it's okay, go south a third. Like there's right. there's stuff down there to do now. Walk on down. down. I've always Walk thought about a bridge, by. bridge from the apartments over to the cheese. Emporium. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and just make it as a gateway too. So yeah, be like Minneapolis with the uh wait, why a bridge? Because it's hard to walk or something? What, well, if you get across the, the street, thing? if you're at the apartments and you're trying to get over the cheese shop, it's not exactly easy. I think they'll do. change you can do a tunnel. Yeah. I don't care. Do a tunnel because a there's only a crossing at what first and yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just it. saying if you had an arch, it would also be a gateway to the na- to the entire main street downtown. So mm. it would be like an arch, like North Beach in San Diego has this giant arch. That says welcome to North Side or whatever mm. it is. I can't remember the neighborhood. It's kind of cool. I think the, Obviously, um, Annie's not a fan, but I'll just throw that. I'll just, just spitball that one and we'll be done. It's very yeah, impractical. So. I don't know the point. <laughs> I think there's the going to be a university... lot of growth on the other side. I'm not Art taking, not saying okay. it's going to be, you know, the other thing too, Annie, it's going to be the the transit station too. So it's not just the cheese shop. I'm oh, just being well, facetious now you're talking. with that. Yeah. All right. All right. I got um, that. <laughs> anyway, the, the one thing I do want to make sure that both of you go to on these slope challenges, you're going to the tattoo parlor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause that's and number Plinko, one. Here. Plinko yeah. tattoos. <laughs> and I'm not really I sure. Wonder... Kind of feel kind of weird just popping in and saying, Hey, I know. can well, you stamp my passport? Like yeah. Right. <laughs> well, they go in. So you go in, I guess so it's Sharky's paradise tattoos. Love it. Uh, Plinko tattoo. So you drop a ball into the Plinko game for a small, medium, or large temporary tattoo. So you get you get a freebie. So why not? Okay, all you know, right. Go, go, okay. I mean, there's some cool. people who would pink. like go up for this just for a free. But isn't that like a destination though? Aren't you like nobody's? I mean, you know, not since the '40s do people drop in and go. I want a tattoo of a, you know, hula dancer on my arm. I mean, I think people know, do just... drop in for tattoos still. I think. I thought that they have to make sure that you're sober nowadays. I think that that's like a good rule of thumb. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> that's a great question to ask them. We should ask them. You know, a tattoo artist would not be a bad <laughs> yeah, person it would to be, have on this show. It would definitely yeah. be a different type of business that we normally have. So I think yeah. that that I like. I fully welcome that to say, hey, that'd be cool. We've never yeah. we've never had a, a tattoo business on. Let's let's get it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, let's see. The other one is the uh, spring walkabout. Is the um, music showcase presented by TBK Bank. I don't know why I gave them a promo. I mean, they're not a sponsor, but um, it's 11 venues, 35 plus shows, downtown <laughs> Longmont, April 9th, uh, 2 to 9.30 p.m. All-inclusive ticket. This features many of these live bands. Actually, when we've, we've had music from a lot of these groups on the Side Dish podcast, um, Fox Feather and some others, Native Station, uh, you know, it's... It's a, I mean, if live music is your thing, this is a cool thing. You get, you get all of this entertainment. I mean, tons of bands and such for 25 to $35. Hmm. So 
pretty cool. And you get to wander around downtown and get to hang out and support local businesses and have a good time. Nice. Don't all say everything awesome. at once. Okay. I mean, it's not as exciting as a tattoo <laughs> parlor, but I, I understand. Yeah. So, and then I was the actually lo- calling some tattoo parlors this, this last week. Cause I was trying to find out who does some piercing my little, uh, my niece, I, she's come forward with a desire to pierce her ears. And this is, I have sons. And so I, when my nieces say things like that, this is just my aunt duty to step up and do ear piercing and nails and whatever else they want to do. And so I said, let's do it. <laughs> and so I started calling around, but she's, yeah. she's two. Right. And so I start. I finally got a hold of um, the, who are they? Tribal rights. Right. So they kind of are known as the piercers. I think more they're up near like Maine and <laughs> 17 the roughly there. The yeah. Well, they do. And truly you want to go to a tattoo. Sh- I mean, I'm all about the gun. So there's the option with you go to like Claire's, you know, and get the gun, but it's yeah. a little less accurate. They do a really nice job at the, they know what they're doing at the like piercing and tattoo parlors. And so I called, but the problem is they go slow, right? They just take it and they go boop and poke it through the ear. And then you have a crying two-year-old and it's like, do you want to go on the other side and have to like, yeah, exactly. them down? Yeah. How does this work? Yeah. You know? So, but yeah. I called them and she actually said they, they do have a person there who does, whose expertise in piercing like the young ones. And that, they specifically won't pierce between 13 months and three years. And that's very much unintentional because that particular age is the hardest to keep them from fussing with the ears after they've been pierced and the most likely time for them to get an infection. But once they're three, they can kind of, you know, um, self-control understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And self-control and not mess with them as much. And so I thought that was good. I said, okay, all right. Cause you know, Hey, call your tattoo part. That's why they know what they're doing, you know, as opposed to the, little jewelry I shop. Bring them in here. Yeah. Shoot them at the same time. Like I think cookie cutters here in Longmont, the kids hair, hair cutting place over there near Maine and Ken Pratt also does it, but they didn't tell yeah. me that when I said, See, I was that'd be the most stuff. terrifying job in the world is like a teenager. <laughs> I'm going to wear a Claire's. Oh, and, like, God. I'm going to like pierce kids. <laughs> Blows and I mean, kids' ears. Yeah. I can't even imagine doing that. I would have been like, Dude, oh, yeah, it looks great. Have a good time. Bye. Yeah. Celeptus. <laughs> uh, no, it's really good. Uh, it's like next time. remind me to tell you the story about when I tried to cut my son's hair one time when he was in high school. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a spot there. You're fine. You're good. You're just gonna wear a house. Let's go. I just uh, I had an idea to celebrate today to commemorate. Let's go get you a hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was Annie, I'm gonna ask you because this is um, I mean need need your opinion uh what where do you like to go for salons if anywhere there was a thread on the subreddit they mentioned carbon by name i think on main street but i don't i really need to get my hair cut i mean look at this thing and then um you know it was very women's centric yeah so this there's just so many follow-up questions i mean are we talking men are we talking women are we talking this was color if you got if you got the rundown yeah, give us your top well, three or five. Or I have been seeing my old friend that I grew up with who has a salon here in Longmont called Casey Salon. They're at Ken Pratt and Pratt Parkway. And she's amazing. And she's done my hair forever. But that's just a hard personal question. I think that you it's up to who you find. And you just got to kind of find your person. As It's more dependent on your person than it is on the salon. And it also depends on what you do. Do you want a cut? Do you want to put like no color in your hair? Are you going to bleach your hair till you die like me? Then you're going to need to find the right person. They don't call it bleaching. It's color. It's coloring now. So uh, it's bleaching, it's, yeah. Well, it depends on what you put. Mine's bleached. It's just there's different <laughs> degrees of bleach. Yeah. 100% I used to bleach, bleach my hair and look what happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it, it's hard to say. I love Casey. Uh, she's amazing. Casey mm-hmm. Lee at Casey Salon. But there are different, there's a lot of them around town. And my biggest suggestion for women looking for hair is to make sure you go back to the same person enough times to let them get to know your hair because everybody's texture is different. Your hair responds to color and cuts differently over time and they get to know your lifestyle and how much you do your hair. So it's important to let your stylist have a chance to get to know your hair a few times before you really make that judgment call. Mm -hmm. I just think it's, yeah, there you go. No, it's advice. I love it. It is good input. I think that there's a lot of things that when people first move to Longmont and since we're number 17, (laughs) <laughs> on this illustrious list you know it's a place like we are seeing a lot of people and people have these questions like where do you go what do you do for daycare where do you get haircuts where do you go for for where's who's got the best slice in town and it's like mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. for a piece of pizza is a lot less of a commitment than saying all right sharp <laughs> I spent objects a lot of money on my hair right. <laughs> yeah 
It's an investment. Totally. That one always just blows my mind to the amount of money it costs to have um, for women's hair. But, oh, yes. I mean, yeah, I, my friend Casey, she made this comment that in COVID, which it was horrible when the salons shut down, she said that she and she, she makes a good point in any economic downturn, liquor stores and hair salons never struggle because mm-hmm. women will give up cable. They will give up clean. They'll give whatever before they give up their hair. And Tattoos. I am totally in that boat. So I have <laughs> I another have question from your perspective, Annie. I have to ask you since you have boys, right? Yeah. 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 So your boys. So I wanted to ask you about the tattoo question when they become mm-hmm. old enough to decide on their own. Um, is there, are you like cool with tattoos? Is that something? No, that I like, do Ugh. not. I, I, I personally do not like tattoos very much. My husband and I do not have tattoos. The rest of our family has a lot of tattoos, but we do not. I would discourage it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Obviously they can make their own choice at some point, but I would totally discourage it. Yeah, That's, and uh, yeah, I'll just show you my son sometime. Um, we discouraged it's, it's, it too. It's, it's such just a really funny, yeah. weird thing because it's like for me, I go, "There's, there's not a single thing that I think is important enough that I want it, like permanently affixed, it, you know, in a way that like requires lasers." It's so to take personal. Back up. I mean, then, I just don't like them, but people and that, are really uh, get into it. It's yeah, totally like I, my next door neighbor has like it's like neck tats, and he's like, "It's cool." I always just loved. He's like, "I love like." It's always a piece of me and like the art yeah. and like I'm passionate about these things. And it's like, cool. And he's the nicest guy in the world. I mean, you, yeah. you see a dude with neck tats. You're like, well, you know, but he's like, it's a, like an amazing guy. And um, he's great. Scotty, I'm pretty sure you don't listen. But if you're out there, not trying to call <laughs> you out, but like it changed my perspective on the way that people view them because I'm very much like, no, I don't know. I, I don't think that I have anything that I'm willing to commit to that that much, even if there's, I'm passionate about it now. But there's other people that just go, eh, it's it's fine. Like I I like that. It's a piece of art, and I want to I want to yeah, have that. I don't think they think of it as like I'm so committed to this symbol that I'll wear it the rest of my life. It's not even like that's not even part of the decision making process. It's like I really this is beautiful and it's fun. It's just not that big yeah. of a deal. I don't know. Yeah. So it's really funny because I kind of went into it like telling the kids you know no and right. you know and they were cool when they became 21. They're like, okay, well that was great, Dad, but. Yeah, you know, we're gonna go out and get tattoos. So my daughter has like a, a couple of small ones, nothing big. Yeah. But um, but her husband has quite a few. And then my son, like his arms. I mean, it's just amazing. But you know, it's it's I've learned to appreciate it. I never used to. I used to mm-hmm. think yeah. Oh. yeah, but yeah, it's just interesting. I don't know. I just want to get your take, Annie. It's just fascinating. Yeah, so, I mean so not, mainstream. Yeah. yeah. Um one one more little tidbit here. Uh since we have podcast listeners and just presume listeners of this podcast enjoy podcasts in general. Uh, you can get city council meetings on podcasts now. Did you guys know that? <laughs> but this is the beauty of it, Eric. Eric's dying. He's pretending like he's falling asleep. And this is why no, it's so no, great no. on I a podcast because yeah, you can city. just yeah. skip ahead <laughs> and you can listen as you need. And so if you're having to listen to it live, that's when it's brutal. But mm-hmm. if you can just say, oh my gosh, this person's going to come on and talk about X, Y, and Z for the next 30 minutes, boom, 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 skip. Right I'll ahead. say it's I'll say awesome. if if they go through and they add like um like tracks as it were where you can say it's indexed yeah. to a thing. Oh, that'd this, be cool. This yeah. next like subject really cool. is this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like on YouTube they do that. They go, oh, it's the intro. I don't and think then you could do that on podcasts. Because if they well, could do that and they just say, I'm going to cut yeah. ahead to this thing. Yeah, and I could see myself going, oh, I'm interested in that as opposed to click, 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 hunt, hunt, hunt. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, no, Tim's talking now, or you know, oh, uh, I missed my thing. So that's yeah, but I mean, yeah, really cool. you have to do video and podcast. Podcast eats YouTube because this is just excuse me better for like listening and just driving mm-hmm. and you can be I think it, it like in general. So I'd always prefer it on podcast over YouTube for that reason. But I don't know if you can do that on. I would agree, and I would say that the one really cool thing again, peace and love to the council. You know, all delightful people, they step up and they perform actions that I'm like, who would ever want that job? Yeah. Um, but you yeah. can drink, you can drink now while you listen to the podcast. So that's a good thing. Exactly. So I, I'm all that's for what that. so, you yeah. can clean, you can drive. There's so many things you could do and yeah. you get a lot of things and then maybe grab yep. a couple tidbits. That's, I got to say, that's one of my favorite things about books on tape or, or like podcasts in general is you can get so much done and you're just kind of like, your hands are busy enough that you know you like you're you're okay to scrub the tub and you're like your brain is sort of somewhere else you can do both and you can do both pretty well as opposed to like do your does your attention hang out all the time when you're 
reading the book, it's like it's easy to get distracted. Dog walks by and it's like, oh, no, I lost my spot. And uh, so I don't know. Well, that to me is a sentiment of like watching a council meeting anyway, scrubbing a tub. It's kind of the same thing. Somebody's got to make the sausage, right? That's right. right. Again, better people than I am because they do a lot of reading and a lot of late night meetings. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Uh, so let's see, I've got, uh, one final event that I have, and I don't know if you have or anything else to, to send out in the ether before we let everybody go, but, um, Longmont spring home show is March 26th, 10 to five. I'm sure there's a lot of hot tubs and other things there. Um, I haven't been to home show in decades, but I'm guessing it's, know. you know, I'm guessing it's <laughs> fake fireplaces and or fireplace inserts and hot tubs and other things. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. I'd love to hear from somebody about the home show. Maybe I'm totally wrong and off the wall. <laughs> So, but that's what I remember it, from home. Can shows. you drink at it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be the coolest thing in the world. It really would. That would be awesome. Drinking so, at a home yeah. show? Why not? You Is know? that not a thing? Like, why wouldn't that be a thing? <laughs> it seems like it fits. Honestly. Well, Colorado, we have such weird liquor laws. I mean, it's just really funny. Like, uh, you, you know, just, it's they're, just they're odd. It was so refreshing to go to California and go to a grocery store and be like, oh my gosh, look, wine mm-hmm. and beer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're just so odd, but. Whatever. Well, it's not as bad as Minnesota is or was. I don't remember anymore, but it was like they you could buy three two at the gas stations and at the at the uh grocery stores. And I think that might be what we used to have here. I don't yeah, that's how it was forever and ever. Yeah, remember. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but it it's just still like, shocks me to see beer in the grocery store. I'm like, oh, I forget about that. Like it's taking yeah, me a long time to in remember. In the grocery that. store. And like <laughs> I know that they're saying oh, it'll affect um like independent liquor stores and stuff. I it is really nice to just be able to go into yes. like as you're getting your provisions. Oh, yeah, I would like this. You can grab that thing and then you don't have to make an extra stop. And supposedly it's ratcheting up. So every time, you know, we pass the beer in grocery stores and now every year now, subsequently, there's going to be more a possibility for people to have wine in grocery stores. Yeah, I think that's like really coming up. Yeah, I think you can have one store, but now it'll be two or three Mm, or whatever locations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do think that's when the liquor stores will suffer because you have to go to liquor stores still for like your wine and other stuff. And forget even the spirits, but just the wine makes me go to liquor stores more than I even do. And the other thing is they started letting you do beer at pickups, which is great. That just happened because for a long time, if we did a grocery pickup, you couldn't buy beer. And that's half the reason I never bought it from the grocery store, but you, they just changed that. That so we'll makes see. A, I mean, it's just so weird. I mean, Colorado oh, is just like very how weird. silly. Like, was we'll that? legalize pot. We'll be one of the first states to legalize <laughs> pot, but you, know, you can't you buy can't, a glass of wine. <laughs> I had a friend so who would silly. rail about the, the laws in Minnesota because it was you could buy until 10 and you couldn't buy on Sunday. And he's like, but you could go to a bar on Sunday. And he's like, so the, the logic is go get Jake's at the bar as much as you want, <laughs> get in your car, drive home. It's like, yeah, I, you're not allowed to drink at the company. If you forget, you know, if you don't have enough foresight, we what we want you to do is get a DUI. And it's like, well, I have to tell you, though, that my first wine experience was in a road trip to Minnesota. It was in Minneapolis at a Perkins and had a great glass of red wine. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. You've come a long way, Eric. It was Cruz, so I'm good. I still go to Perkins all this, every time when I need wine. So, they yeah. serve it in like a mug? Like, it's like, <laughs> with a side of walleye. All right. Thanks, Andy Eppler, for our intro music. Um, thanks to David Cutter Music for our outro music. Find us wherever you find your good pod content, Alexa, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. Reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. If you have comments, questions, concerns, we thank you very much. Thank you both. It's been awesome. Thank you.